Hi, this is Jonathan, a.k.a. Roadblock, and I play Jonathan the Muscular, the human wizard. Hi, I'm Jules. I am the rock gnome Bernice Q. Burns. Hi, this is John, a.k.a. That Film Guy. I'm going to be playing your half-orc barbarian, Carlton Tanks, who was, in fact, raised by wolves and is too enamored of ale, wine, and other intoxicants. Hi, I'm Jack Edithil, and I'm playing Travancore, a half-elf archer and the viceroy of Glenmar. And I am Lauren, a.k.a. Obocrazy, your humble DM, and welcome to Dungeons and & Dragons and & Drunks. Hello, adventurers! There's no new D&D&D episode today. We'll return to our party next week for more exciting role-playing. This week, it's just a short episode of something a little new, Drinks with the DM, a chance for me to catch you up on some announcements, answer a few questions, and play a few cut clips and bloopers from previous episodes. I have a little bit of Jack and Coke right here. Feel free to drink along as I fill you in on some fun Dungeons and & Dragons and & Drunks information. First, if you're going to the Rooster Teeth convention in Austin in July, then you'll be happy to know that Dungeons and & Dragons and & Drunks will once again be playing a live game on stage in front of an audience. Now last year we managed to fill the room with fans, had a raucously good time, and even gave out some prizes. And I promise that this year will be no different. There will be a new live adventure starring Travancore, Jonathan, Carlton, and Bernie, new prizes, and this time we'll be recording it and putting it out as an official episode. The show will be self-contained, so if you do want to bring friends who've never listened to our podcast, they will not be left in the dark. But if you've been a loyal listener, then it will fit right into the adventure you've been enjoying. Follow us on Twitter, at Dungeon Drunks, where we'll be announcing the time and the date of the live episode as soon as we know. And shoot us a tweet if you're going to be in our audience. Next up, we've received a few questions on Twitter and through the Rooster Teeth website. Fans have asked some outstanding questions, and I'm going to do my best to answer a few of them. First up, we have Patrick, who is Rurone1029 on Twitter, who asks, quote, How do you keep players in the general direction you want them to go in your story and not tangent from everything? And he has a follow-up question, quote, Has the group ever diverged from a major side story or diverged from your overall goal story-wise? End quote. Yeah. Yeah, all the time. Practically every episode that you listen to. It's not D&D unless the players have the opportunity to do whatever they want. And, of course, as the DM, it's not my job to tell them what to do. They can just do whatever they want. So it's up to them to pick a direction and stick with it. How do I keep players in the general direction I want? I drop clues. I drop hints. I make it in their best interest. I give them information. I sometimes just throw it in front of them. It it kind of depends on where they've decided to go. But in the end, all I could do is seed the world and put together some interesting things for them to do and have some stuff in my back pocket for when they decide to wander off in a different direction. Eric H. Vela asked a very similar question on Rooster Teeth. Quote, All good DMs keep control to some degree. Keep the story heading in generally the right direction without being too heavy-handed about it. But even for the best DMs, the saying goes, a common mistake that people make when trying to design something completely foolproof is to underestimate the ingenuity of complete fools. Which is, of course, a quote from Douglas Adams' Mostly Harmless. I want to hear a tale of absurdity when the players somehow ran amok. What happened, and how did the campaign get back on track, if it did at all? End quote. 
Good question. I haven't had the experience where my players have gone completely off the rails. I've been lucky in that I have DM'd for players over the years who agree to the social contract of, hey, I'm going to sit and play your game, and if you feed me hints about which way to go or where to find something interesting or what kind of adventure you've got planned, I'll bite on those hints. So I've been really lucky. But sometimes players just decide to go do something else. The best example in Dungeons and Dragons and Drunks was the moment that the party decided they were going to go investigate north for treasure. I was not quite expecting that. That had been a line that the flump had dropped a while back in game terms that was a allusion to the army being there. The party had been working on going towards the Purbeck Mine. They had done all of this research. There had been some hints about it. And then the idea of treasure 20 miles north of Greenest caught everyone's attention. And they went. And so fortunately, I had flushed out the world enough that I I knew what was going on up there. I knew what they would find. It wasn't necessarily completely pre-planned. And I certainly was a little bit surprised when they just decided that we're going north because the flump said there was treasure. But, you know, I had a good handle on the world, and then the challenge was less about getting them back on track and more making sure they understood what they were walking into so they weren't dead. That's sometimes the biggest challenge as a DM, is making sure you don't accidentally kill everybody. Roy Player 89 on Rooster Teeth asks, quote, Do we have to roll for initiative in order to ask a question? End quote. No, but I do get several legendary actions this round. And finally, a question from one of my players, Jonathan, who goes by road underscore block on Twitter and plays our very own Magimuscular on Dungeon Drunks, asks, quote, What's the most challenging part of dealing with drunken PCs? End quote. Well, rambling for one. There's a lot of rambling when, when we get drunk. The five of us are chatty drunks, I think. And the more we get drunk, the more we want to chat, and the less we want to accomplish things. So that's always the most challenging, is just getting someone to stop talking and make a decision. But for the most part, I think everybody is pretty good about not getting too intoxicated. And I think we're all comfortable enough with each other that without the alcohol, we'd be chatty anyway. Now, if you have any questions for me or any of the players in our group, always feel free to tweet at us at Dungeon Drunks, and we'll be more than happy to answer them. And who knows, maybe next time your question will end up in the next volume of Drinks with the DM. Finally, not a lot is cut from a D&D&D episode. Mostly it's just the long pauses between dice rolls or the moment when someone's connection drops. But every so often, something does get cut. But it's too good to just throw in the recycling bin. Random bloopers, rules discussions I cut for brevity that have some funny bits in them, things that happen before the show, things that happen when we're on a bathroom break, that kind of thing. So as we end this volume of Drinks with the DM, enjoy a few role-playing moments left on the cutting room floor. Suck, 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 suck. I'm going to go get a death cookie. I'm going to be right back. All right. Well, Jonathan needs to come back from his death-saving cookie.
You have my wang. And, and my, my dong. dong. God damn it. I, I, beat, I beat you. I beat you. <laughs> and my butts. Cocked, locked, and ready to rock. Uh-oh. <laughs> Bugberries. Which, which, that seems like a really bro thing for me to say. Your uh, nonsense words amuse me. Are those bugbears? They look like bugbears. They look like bugbears. They're I can't tell they're kind of monster? I've never seen a bugbear. What do bugbears look like? They're not bugbears. They are not bugbears. And on your turn, you can... I bet they're gnolls. I, I know what they are. God, this is just the the episode that is refusing to record. To, pro- to yeah. progress. Oh, we were supposed to start an hour ago. We haven't I even gotten so through sorry. the first two seconds I'm of the sorry. game. I'm also somewhat sorry. I, I feel like I should be the most sorry. You should be the most sorry, but I'm also sorry. There is sorry all around. What what we're what we're coming up here with is that Carlton Tanks is really the star of this episode. Because <laughs> so far he's done everything right. <laughs> I I share the blame as a minor action. <laughs> okay, and everybody's everybody's waveform looks good. Yep. Everybody's yeah, recording. Yeah, we're all. I, I, yep, I I'm recording. Right. I saw the clap spike there too, so we're golden. That's. That's the thing I love. All right. Yay. Mm. Yay. All right. Ladies and gentlemen. Sorry. 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 (laughs) Did you need anything else? Nope. I'm good. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Shut up. God. (laughs) Shut up. Like, shut up. I'm trying to do my intro. Like, shut up. They don't (laughs) love you like I love you, Matt. That's all. Wait, wait. We're going to get sued. We got to stop. More like Karen, no. And Jonathan still has not come back with his drink. Talk amongst yourselves. He's the worst alcoholic ever. You guys, second floor is where all the assholes live. (laughs) Last note in my notebook from last time. Also, I don't know if you noticed, but I forgot the R and where. I spelled it hmm. W-H-E-E. You were pretty far gone. I know, but I took copious notes. Copious took notes. copious far gone notes. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what kind of uh, interesting notes come up that you're just like, wait, I have a note here about a mustache and several tennis rackets. I don't understand. I practiced Carlton's signature the other day <laughs> to figure out if I want to do like campy child signature or like really classy ornate signature. I think when both you think you're going to be signing documents in his name? <laughs> I'm role-playing. You never know. Who knows? At the panel. You should just have an X that's, like, in blood. Where did all my macros go? Oh, there they are. Where have all the macros gone?